Welcome to the Dear Heart and the Brain podcast, where we discuss science and science-based tools in everyday life, particularly in neurobiology, exercise physiology, and in the nutritional sciences. My name is Jessica Wong, and I am a neuroscience student at the University of Southern California. Today's podcast episode is going to be all about cycle syncing, as inspired by an article all about how to optimize your food and exercise at every stage of your menstrual cycle by Dr. Cassie Wilter. This episode is going to be the is going to all be for the 49% of my listeners who are the ladies of this Dear Heart and the Brain podcast family. So in episode eight, we briefly talked about the female brain and the ovarian cycle that impacts women's lifestyle, right? As women, our menstrual cycle is orchestrated by the rise and fall of different hormones and each of the different phases of our cycle can be thought of as different parts of a symphony, right? Each phase serves a distinct purpose and therefore set a different mood when we are in that different phase which can partially explain why our emotions our energy and even our physical symptoms can ebb and flow throughout the month and cycles syncing is a new phrase that simply means creating different lifestyle choices based on your menstrual cycle but the key question is why why does it matter what you eat and how you exercise and when you exercise and eat during your menstrual cycle as always, I just wanted to mention that this podcast is part of my effort to bring zero cost to consumer public education about science, as it is unrelated to my goals as a personal trainer and as an undergraduate student. So we may feel energized and confident right before ovulation, and then a week later, bam, bloated, we're hungry, we're angry, we feel irritable. Why such a drastic shift? And we could thank our wonderful hormones for that. While it is needed and natural for our hormones to fluctuate throughout our cycle, the very extreme shifts in mood, bloating, and cravings that are not necessarily quote-unquote normal and do warrant further exploration, right? So, as we mentioned earlier, that there are four phases to the menstrual cycle. Let's, Let's recall them, right? So, first we have the menstrual phase where we're bleeding, the follicular phase after bleeding, the ovulatory phase, and the luteal phase. And what can you do to stay in balance during each of these distinct phases? Keep on listening to see how your body and hormones can be nourished with cycle syncing. So from the first day that you start bleeding, your body begins shedding the layer of your uterus to grow a new layer and prepare for an egg in your ovary to be released. Estrogen is supposed to be at at its highest and your ovaries are being prepped for ovulation. This phase for day one to six is all about slowing down and providing foods for your body to support menstruation and also replenish the nutrients lost in the process. As a foundation, focus on protein, healthy fats, and plenty of fruits and veggies and high fiber carbs. Lean into your body's cravings. As you may notice, an inclination for more warm foods such as soups and stews, which can be an easy way to help your body renew or re-energize, right? And some essential nutrients such as iron, which can be found in spinach, eggs, beef, and beans, vitamin C in citrus fruits, vitamin B12 from salmon, eggs, yogurt, omega and omega-3 fatty acids, zinc from avocado, nuts, and lentils, high fiber carbs from yams, lentils, and quinoa, and those are just some examples, right, of some of the specific and essential nutrients that we should be 
incorporating with more focus during the bleeding phase, right? And for exercise goals, your energy will probably be at its lowest during menstruation. That's completely normal, right? Feel free to engage in gentle movements such as walking and restoration yoga to help ease cramping and bloating during this phase of the cycle. After your period end, ends, you continue in the late follicular phases for days 7 to 11 as estrogen luteinizing hormone and follicular stimulating hormone, which which is the dream team, by the way, that prepares for ovulation. And with the rise in hormones comes a boost of energy and you may even notice an increase in mental clarity and creativity. And the rest of the phase is often accompanied by a drop in appetite as your brain begins shifting the focus on what it thinks will be an upcoming fertility window. And for exercise goals, this is the perfect time to work on new workouts that challenge both your mind and your body to discover new ways to move your body. This reduction in appetite continues in the ovulatory phase for days 12, 13, and 14. And researchers believe that this is your body's way of directing your attention towards mating because of an evolutionary standpoint. It is suggested to have extra emphasis on magnesium-rich foods to prevent the inevitable drop in magnesium that occurs during ovulation. The surge in, in luteinizing hormone causes a testosterone peak and also this explains the increase in energy so perhaps for many people this is the perfect time to take those those high intensity interval training classes and perhaps boot camp if that is something that someone someone likes to do as enjoyment right and lastly comes the luteal phase for days 15 all the way to 28 plus and this is where you may experience stronger sweet cravings as your body prepares for bleeding again and heightened emotions this is not the time for carb restriction and having mo- and and rather this is the this is the time to have moderate amounts of high fiber high high fiber carbs that can stave off some sweet cravings. Initially, many female trainers say it doesn't make sense to continue the same cal- caloric deficit for those in a weight loss journey during the luteal phase because your metabolic rate increases by around 200 to 300 during the luteal phase and it's said that eating at maintenance during the luteal phase makes the process of menstruation as as well as one's desired fat loss journey a lot more manageable energy will continue to be high in the first three to five days of the luteal phase and you will then notice your body shifting to a chill mode as progesterone takes over as it is a better time to focus on strength training and slower yoga i know all of this cycle syncing seems like a lot of information right but it doesn't have to be complicated all you gotta do is listen to your body when you sense that energy levels are shifting and food cravings are also changing and you'll already be on the right track when you tune in and listen right well that's all i have for you today in our episode and i want to mention that an important feature of this podcast as you know is that we deep dive into many topics for several episodes at a time so by stopping here I do recognize that there are probably many more questions, but the great thing is that there are a lot more episodes coming out soon. The only way that we grow as a podcast community is through listeners recommending and subscribing to the podcast on Spotify. The community that we are building here, all about discussing science of all types, is best supported by your involvement and your questions. I love to distill the most commonly used questions, commonly asked questions, to create main podcast episodes for our community. Stay tuned for the next episodes of this awesome podcast. It gets released every Thursday and Sunday. But other than that, I'm going to leave you with the same message I leave you in every single one of the Dear Heart and the Brain podcast episodes. 
keep that brain sharp, keep that heart healthy, and go dominate. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and above all, thank you for your interest in science. Thank you.